0: Welcome back to part two of our interview with Molly Krauser and Ashley Glenser from the Lancaster Chamber. If you haven't listened to part one yet, be sure to catch yourself up on your favorite streaming platforms. But for now, let's jump back in.
1: <laughs> Sorry, my bad.
0: <laughs> just going with the flow. I love just that for edit you. it back
2: in. What do you want? Okay. I don't even know where we are. I don't either. Because mine I'm... doesn't look like yours either. So I'm, again, just going to... Chugging her.
1: <laughs> okay, so... We talked a little bit about how you work with mentorships and connecting students with young professionals or young professionals with um, more experienced professionals. Um, and so, Inspire Lancaster, which is a fairly new initiative. No? Yeah. 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 Okay. No. Yeah. So, do you just want to elaborate on that and how it helps connect more? Because this one I feel like is more focused towards students mm-hmm. and young professionals. So, how are you connecting and using this program too? build the bridge?
3: That is a great question. We love Inspire Lancaster, so it is a tool that we've developed in partnership with the Lancaster County STEM Alliance, um, a tool that the initiative CRL uses um, to make a lot of their connections between students and employers. And so basically, we did relaunch this fall a new website design, which has been really exciting to roll out over the last couple of weeks with our business and education coordinator, Julianne Flood. But it really addresses some of the greatest challenges to businesses which a lot of uh, the work-based learning opportunities that students are looking for internships job shadowing it's done piecemeal so you might have a handful of students who have a connection to this employer um, or a, a teacher specifically who has a connection to this employer and they'll be able to get some of those opportunities together or you might have someone who does career services In that high school and they have a handful of connections or more than a handful of connections but maybe it's smaller to their community Mm -hmm. so what inspire lancaster does is it pulls all of that into one place and so any educator any student can go on and look through the work-based learning opportunities that employers are offering for k through 12. and so that could be for your kindergartners a guest speaker that talks about like the day in the life of a firefighter or it could be for your <laughs> so middle school students, a business tour. Come to Tower. Right. See what it's like to be in marketing. Um, and then it could be for our you know older students in high school. It could be a job shadow. It could be an internship, an apprenticeship, or a co-op. Something that's more involved, hands-on, and longer term. So a lot of that, I mean, the... the the point of the tool is to really engage employers, so like get your opportunities out here. We know that employers are doing this work already, so let's put it in one place for our schools, right. um, and that's you know that's been really exciting to see. Uh, we've had so many businesses interested. I think up to eighty businesses have been interested in joining um, in this iteration of Inspire, mm-hmm. and something like thirty-eight opportunities on Inspire right now since we just relaunched, um, which is which is really great. And in our Discovering Paths the high school mentoring program we use Inspire then as the tool to make some of those connections because mm-hmm. students have to do two job shadows before right. the end of the year yeah. and uh, get really that look at what, what they might be interested in. And a lot of times those job shadows are either, I really want to do this job or I can cross this job off my list. Yeah. Um, but we're hoping that Inspire really serves as that facilitator of those connections.
2: Yeah. The challenges employers, I think, um, as we think about next generation of workforce. Um, we have homegrown talent. And you know we have 13 colleges and universities across the county. But a lot of times, people are leaving the county. But what will make them want to come back? And that right. might be a network that's built already. Mm-hmm. Um, that might be somewhere that they know that they loved working or they visited in eighth mm-hmm. grade. And <laughs> they'll want to go back and see if they're hiring. So it creates opportunities for our employers to create their own pipelines mm-hmm. in some way, right? And so um, I think the challenge for the, for the employers is to, even if you don't have anything that exists, you can talk about your business <laughs> right. so throw that up there as an opportunity or you know it can be as little or as much as an employer wants mm-hmm. but just some level of connection helps drive that kind of workforce homegrown talent pipeline
3: and yeah. and julianne our business and education coordinator i mean she is the perfect resource she knows everything about work-based mm-hmm. learning has been really involved in career ready lancaster and building out definitions templates for employers all sorts of things to make it easier for employers yeah. to create those opportunities but like my Molly said work-based learning is one of the largest opportunities for employers to retain talent here in Lancaster Um, and that's why it's a huge part Mm -hmm. of our career readiness program discovering paths because without that component students might not know that there's an employer right here for them Mm -hmm. Um, and and so they'll leave and so it's really and we have witnessed great success from people who have work-based learning opportunities especially starting at I mean the younger you can go right um, the more the deeper they're connected into the mm-hmm. community. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's really, yeah, Inspire is an incredible tool. Yeah. And, you know, my, for people who are listening, if you're an employer,
2: <laughs>
1: jump on, um, get, get connected. Get connected mm-hmm. to us. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that is such, and this was a question that I had written down right before we started, but for our experience in college, so we graduated in the COVID era, and at least for me, my professors, the Career Center, they very much, put the message out of it's going to be a lot harder for you than it has been in the past because in the past you compete with people in your area and you're trying to get a job, but everyone else in this job. And now you're competing with like the entire country because remote work has become so popular. Mm -hmm. So I feel like within the Inspire Lancaster, it's almost kind of building confidence of the Lancaster students to say, I'm starting this journey early and, like, I can find a work around here.
0: Yeah, this is a place I want to come back to. Mm Yeah,
1: because I feel like with remote work, it's really been like, oh, I could move anywhere and work from my couch, so why would I stay in Lancaster County when I could live in L.A.? Or, like... And if so it, you're well, the cost you know.
2: of living, first off. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> first off. First off. The cost There's of a living. couple of reasons. There's a couple of reasons. <laughs> but you're
2: absolutely right. I mean, it is, it is, it's, uh, I can't stress enough that uh, mentoring, that building relationships, that having. A network whatever that looks like for you is key to uh, feeling better when you get here for mm-hmm. getting a job in the first place For you know all yeah. of those things and so that's what a lot of the work that we're doing at business education partnerships does is to help to create some of that so it's a little less burdensome for someone who's coming you know out of out of college yeah it's so one tapped area we ha- we're kind of working into a little bit. I think we've done a lot where we've gone into colleges and universities. Mm-hmm. Um, we have uh, the, the chamber hosts. Heather posts a college president's meeting um, quarterly, so she's in touch with all of them that are around in the area, but that's what our, we've enjoyed doing, mm-hmm. I think, has been, yeah. you know, we've been up to E-Town College, um, <laughs> um, when uh, we were at their career services um, like night for seniors and we got to talk about the Young Professionals Network and the mm-hmm. Chamber in yeah. Lancaster County in general and like mm-hmm. why we love it so much. Um, I was at FNM's recent mm-hmm. fall into Lancaster event and you know uh, I had a really great conversation with one student who was looking for some context in film. We've now gotten him connected to that and you know so it's even for you know how do we kind of utilize that. We don't have a specific thing for it yet. Mm-hmm. Yet is the yeah. key there. There's a lot of ideation mm-hmm. happening. There's a lot of ideation yeah. happening. But even for our college students who maybe have come from out of the area right. to Lancaster to go to school here, what does it look like to keep them here too? Yeah. yeah. And provide some of that same network building.
0: Yeah. That's cool. That's awesome. So let's talk about the future. The future. Um, sure. No, what sure? <laughs> <laughs> what does the future of Young Professionals Network look like? Anything exciting up the pipeline? That you can share? That you're allowed to share? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think you heard it here (laughs) first.
3: (laughs) Expensive. I think Molly just kind of shared a little bit about, I mean, looking at how do we engage our early career professionals who are about to graduate mm-hmm. with the Young Professionals Network? How do we get them I didn't know time?
2: I was giving that away. My bad. It's <laughs> like <Well,
3: okay>. foreshadowing. <laughs> <the thing. laughs> just read my you up. I was cuing you up. I was cuing you <laughs> yeah. up. It was perfect. <laughs> that's um, but up. that's definitely one. I would say the advocacy extension to the Young Professionals Network, mm-hmm. our public policy coordinator has, Kat, has a lot of ideas. I think we're, we can, we had a lot of interest around this pilot event that we did in Harrisburg, and so I, you know there's a potential there as well. Um, but certainly, you know, it's always every year is going to be different. Yeah. Um, every year we change our programming uh, slightly in ways that better suit the needs of young professionals. And so you know we send out surveys, we hear feedback from people, whether it's anecdotal or it's more data driven looking at kind of what young professionals are doing across the country at other chambers. Um, But I think the thing that I'm really looking forward to the most is Experience Lancaster, Mm -hmm. which we piloted this year. So it's not entirely new. But when you talk about people who are new to Lancaster or who lived in Lancaster and returned, Mm -hmm. uh, this is an opportunity to partnership with Discover Lancaster. And we get people in the door to so many different experiences. So we've had... Wine and Cheese on the Shawsburg Railroad, which Aww. did you know it's not just for children? Because that was my perception of the Shawsburg Railroad. <laughs> <It's like laughs> the the wine and cheese is not, great for <laughs> it not for children. Great. It was so fun. Yeah, so that was one of them. We also did a food tour of Lancaster City with Kendra oh, Frazier yes. of Unique Lancaster Experiences. So next year we have three up our sleeve oh, um, and different experiences throughout the county. And that's, that's probably one of the areas we'll really be able to get more of our college students involved mm-hmm. with. But also I think it's been great because I do hear from people, especially the food tour, you know, I've lived in Lancaster my entire life and I didn't know these restaurants were here right. in Lancaster City. So um, it's just been such a really great tool to explore. We also have something new called Skills Labs, mm-hmm. um, which just launched this fall. I think Alex was Alex at Alex and Marissa went to the <laughs> <laughs> first one. Uh, and so those Skills Labs are going to be deep dives into a really specific topic. Um, and then we have our second year of our emerging leadership development training with Laura Shantz and her team. And that really looks at, okay, you're, you're getting ready, you're early career professionals, but you have your eyes set on becoming a leader in your organization someday. So what are the fundamentals you need to succeed? Mm-hmm. Um, and so those are some of the areas that we've really grown in and that mm-hmm. will remain consistent. Of course, our mixers are so fun. We were in yeah. Urban Air this earlier this year. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know who? Who knows what will be next year? It's very exciting. Um, but and then of course the some growth and changes with the podcast, uh, mm-hmm. in the best ways.
2: And we see the Young Professionals Network as such a tap into um, early career professionals. Um, we say by. F- 40 by age or by heart mm-hmm. so it's anybody who also just wants to experience the program right. or do these types of things um, and we see that as such the next generation and so we also challenge our you know if you're a part of the young professionals network or if your company is a member of the chamber you have access to all the young professionals network and so mm-hmm. really trying to also encourage businesses who are members with us to send your young professionals right. what does that do from a retention standpoint mm-hmm. for you right like if they feel like there's a resource a learning opportunity and a network opportunity, a mm-hmm. experience opportunity that your employer is encouraging you to go to. That's such like there's such a strong um, relational element to that. That's mm-hmm. like okay, cool. You're investing in the things that I want to be doing right. or cool things that I can do, and so I'm going to invest more of my time and loyalty to mm-hmm. you. And so we see that as such an opportunity. So that's why we do change things up and work on things based on the needs of this group, but from an, a business and employers' perspective too, we just want mm-hmm. we just want there to stay some some connection between the employees their employer
3: and that that experience piece has been so important I think that shift really has occurred in the last five years Mm -hmm. or so people are looking for experiences I mean I'm a huge like don't get me Christmas gifts get me a Christmas experience Uh, and so looking at that from our framework Mm -hmm. of learning and engagement you know how does the networking become an experience where people get to do things and they're not just it's not your typical networking of like here's my business card nice to meet you here's what I can do for you here's what you can do for me and so you know taking it to the next level of looking deeper into how do we build that authentic relationship or people want to come back or they get coffee with those people they met at the networking event how do we look at you know we have experienced Lancaster but then how do we make our professional development hands-on and experiential are there opportunities for people to experience other areas of what we offer in an experiential capacity, Um, you know, whether it's like an industry tour Mm -hmm. or, Mm -hmm. you know, some other things that we offer that typically young professionals
1: shy away from, how do we get them more engaged in the experience Mm -hmm. side of what we do? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that because I feel like for two reasons. One, I think going to a very traditional networking event as a young professional can be very intimidating from experience (laughs) you just get really nervous and like thinking about your talking points what to do where to go who to talk to but if it's more of like a wine and cheese train it's like okay this is casual I'm just enjoying my wine eating my cheese like it just seems more relaxed and I think too that also and we've talked a lot about this on the podcast work-life balance where your networking and your professionalism does not always have to be in that traditional sense. And you should still be able to do the things that you enjoy and experience things and not always thinking about work. So I think you blend those two together, and I really like that, so...
2: I mean,
3: there was nothing like the connections made over the laser tag tournament that we ran at Urban Air. It was so competitive. That is (laughs) hilarious.
1: But absolutely hysterical and one of the best times I think I've had in a while. That's awesome. Yeah. So cool. That is cool. Okay. So we've talked a little about the YPN side of things, but the business side, the business trends, what do you see even? So we've... Reflected on the last 10 years, what do you see on the next 10 years of Langster businesses and those trends?
2: So funny. We talk about this all the time. Yeah. So in, in this meeting and anticipating needs, in some ways we're the ones that are having to anticipate some of that um, and provide the right person who can talk about it and get you the information of resources you need before we know that it's coming or as it's coming down and really trying to also localize some of that, which can be difficult. Um, And so uh, (laughs) we... Looked at both of our notes and it's funny because it's the exact same, <laughs> same. notes written in the same thing. <laughs> just mine are in different order because I wrote it differently. Anyway, um, we see a couple different things. So, um, and I'll talk through some of them and yeah, I'll just same. let you kind of take some of them too. We're seeing a lot of mergers and acquisitions as people are retiring. We know that they're retiring. We know that there was this silver tsunami we call it uh, of leaving the workforce and retiring really post COVID. And so what does it look like to merge? People are open to buying businesses. People are open to selling their businesses. And so we're seeing that in a lot of ways. And how do you do that really well? Who and what are resources do you need to be able to do that? And so we're trying to offer into some of that as well. Um, I would say AI and the use of technology. Mm-hmm. Every yeah, CEO across line. the world is talking about artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I lump technology under there because I think that there's a strong assessment and looking at if we can't fill workforce needs, what is the technology that we need to do that? And some of that is AI, and some of that yeah. is just traditional technology. And so um, that's something we're pretty consistently talking about across industry, which is really interesting. So we're talking about it in the ag industry. I'm talking about it in the marketing industry. We're talking about it in, you know, I mean really is a true kind of span of industry that's talking about how are we using artificial intelligence um classic supply chain and inflation yeah. right we're constantly talking about it it's constantly changing changing at a faster pace um mm-hmm. than we traditionally have seen it in the last 30 years um but it's something that really means a lot to our businesses it's something that affects the day-to-day of what they're doing and so really trying to keep some of those um Things. And then I was going to say workplace structure and changes, we've alluded to this a little bit in conversation, but um, we've been through an influx of how the workplace changes, whether you are remote, whether you are a flexible workplace, whether you are a hybrid workplace, whether you are, you know, it, it varies. I think people have been testing things, finding that some things work and some things don't. And so how do I work into some level of workplace structure? keeping culture at the front of it, um, you know, and yeah. trying to create a good workplace while trying to examine what does this work? What what do I need from my employees from a productivity mm-hmm. perspective? Mm-hmm. And what can I give them from a benefit perspective so I'm able to compete mm-hmm. for, for talent? Yeah. Yeah.
3: And also in that workforce, like specific to Lancaster, the EDC and the Workforce Development Board uh, did a report um, and shared it, I think, earlier this fall at the Workforce Summit. But basically, I mean, workforce is a challenge People. It's a challenge to get enough people into these roles across the country. Mm -hmm. But specifically in Lancaster, we're doing a great job of sustaining our workforce population but what we're not doing is bringing in talent that's going to fill the gap so as we see time go on in the next 10 years that gap will increase and so if we continue to sustain the gap will widen but if we can continue to attract and then retain that talent those young people who are going to college getting them back um, bringing in
2: new people from the area and we have a really showing up those that we do have like what Mm -hmm. does that look like i mean we have a really tight market we have a 2.4 percent unemployment rate which is very small Mm -hmm if you think about like how often people move jobs Mm -hmm. too like that's just there's only 2.4 percent of our population that aren't working and that's for a variety of reasons right? right and so with that paired with this for every one person we lose to retirement or for every one person what is the statistic the statistic is for every one person for every one new job that comes mm-hmm. online we have one person to fill that job what that doesn't take into account is the eight people retiring yes. right. and so again as the further we get the harder that's going to be and mm-hmm. so taking some time now to really think about strategically as a as a county how are we doing that mm-hmm. and, and then how is the chamber involved in that is is okay. kind of key to it goes open. to that point
3: about like the future thinking so right. like we're doing a great job sustaining our workforce right now right. but when we know that this is on the horizon of this gap will continue to emerge with that what did you call it the silver silver tsunami silver <laughs> tsunami that's a new one Ooh. I really like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know just being cognizant of that and how how you're even workforce planning as an employer yeah. um, the other the other two major trends i, I think we would see as, and another one that's lancaster specific is this uh, community responsibility i mean we have Extra Give in November. It is just the best day in Lancaster. Everyone comes together. We're celebrating. Um, we're giving into the community. But specifically for employers at the forefront, you know, there's always this tradition in Lancaster of giving back and philanthropy. Mm-hmm. And so that will continue to be on the forefront of employers' minds moving forward is how, do, how are we giving back in the best way? Um, you know, there's a lot of movement in the nonprofit world of, you know, how do we address systems so you know how are we giving to things that will change systems to impact the world how are we giving to local causes that will fix immediate needs and so employers will definitely be thinking through that um also and you kind of touched on this Mm -hmm. with your when you're talking about values but um conscious customers and i would also say like um conscious employees Mm -hmm. so you know thinking through social issues and and there's an expectation for companies to have statements and have positions um, and to showcase their values uh, in a way that's transparent and and almost vulnerable for employers and Mm so um, that will continue to be we we anticipate that will continue to be a trend Mm -hmm. and we'll see more and more companies um, being asked to address these different issues in our communities
1: yeah love that cool that's well-rounded mm-hmm We tried our best. So funny that we have the same (laughs) lunch. That was amazing.
0: Um, I don't know if there's much you can spill about the (laughs) chamber dinner.
2: There is not too much I can share. Uh, Um, Other than we've started the process. We always look for someone that will be obviously useful to our business community. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the things that we're excited about consistently are the theme. So we have been talking a bit about theme as we've rolled around some names. Mm -hmm. Um, Themes that feel relevant to this moment. Um, The things that we've been excited about from last year has been this actual generational shift which is kind of interesting um, the room looks more diverse in yeah. a bunch of different ways uh-huh. um, and so what does that look like for the event um, it's been around for as long as the chamber has so 150 years and so we're constantly looking for the evolving and constantly looking to create a great experience yeah. but unfortunately I do have all the secrets uh, that's, that's okay I don't even know I don't even know we can give it's you a, a what a if scenario. Okay. Um, if money it.
1: were no object, who would your dream speaker be? Mm. I don't know if I can share that. Because it is the it's the person. Oh no, <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, well, it can literally be anyone. Just pick the what I can. Um, it doesn't have to be relevant to the chamber. Just you personally. I know, who would you but love we to speak can. To? We okay, power. We have If you, some power here. if you, okay, off, dead or face alive? The question.
2: Okay, dead or alive. <laughs> that feels better. Um. No, I don't know. I'll give you one name that I love that I don't think we're ever going to get. Okay. I really wish we could. I would love it. But never, never say never. How about that? Never say never. Ryan Reynolds. Oh, oh my, my gosh. Yeah. I really would love Ryan Reynolds. He would be amazing. Talk about someone who has, like, star power. Um, if you've watched Welcome to Ruxom. Um, also, I mean, like, cultural power. Yeah. Uh, but really strong business power that people are starting to see a little bit more with him because mm-hmm. he's a little bit more obvious about it with um, the couple of companies that he owns. Owns, more so than I think some other angel investors and things you know and Ashton Kutcher's been on our list for a while um, and you don't know that but he does a ton of angel investing into business and so um but Ryan's Ryan's just I mean his it would be funny yeah, yeah. it would be yeah hopefully amazing. sell out <laughs> so yeah. I mean that would be the ideal do you have one mmm oh. <laughs> Look at me like, don't. No, I'm just kidding. I feel like it is so secretive. But it's it oh, the reason it's secretive is because we love the anticipation of yeah, it, right? Like that's that. part it's of the brand of it is like there's this anticipation to it um, for our sponsors, mm-hmm. for our attendees, for the community. And and then it goes into theme and stuff like that. So that's why we keep it, I think, a little more close to our chests than Yeah, maybe the average event would well, I'm be. I'm
1: going to say such a cliche answer, but I think my dream one in your article, I'm going it's to say, gonna be and I, kn- I'm going to say this person, and it's <laughs> not for the reason the you expect, <laughs> right? But like the marketing goddess that is Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah. If I could mm. just have a 15-minute, what's your, what are you marketing? Like, how are you literally changing the world right now? Yeah, off of a sentence or just everything she's done. That would probably be my dream speaker. Yeah, I, So if you. If she we'll work the list. on it for yeah, sure yeah
2: i'm sure she's, she's a
0: potential yeah I'm well, will sure she's pretty
2: cheap too mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i sure. don't think mm-hmm. she's doing she do anything i think if we yeah, maybe I, just I got one ticket to the sheet. i think that's you know one <laughs> <laughs> if i pay for a ticket would she right we paid, paid for tickets right for so tickets. we could just ask her what if we just called taylor up let's just call her and see what happens I mean, it's a good name to add to the list. Does it work to connect? She may or may not already be on the list, but also <laughs> this like is like me a dream. being like, yeah. And Heather. Heather went to the concert too, so yeah. she's like, yeah. and you I went. was there, yeah. Oh my gosh. <sighs> nice. Yeah. I would
3: just say I'm I am a, a book girly, mm-hmm. so the person that I would say is a famous author who writes a lot about vulnerability, and oh, yeah. uh, that's the person that I think right now, in this moment, would be like, oh, I would love to get that person, but I'm not mm-hmm. going to say names, so you can do some investigating.
1: Well, we're excited to hear who it is, and I hope that michael mattis is listening because i would love a ticket to the (laughs) annual dinner i went last year so i think because our business development specialist was in greece so she was like i can't go do you want to go i'm like yeah i actually do so now it's a tradition (gasps) that's awesome he has to bring it get there (laughs) we would love to see more young professionals at annual dinner okay so we'll tell him that he Mm -hmm. he's it's young professionals now we're taking He's over. out. <laughs> You've reached your limit. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. So, the last fun question we have. Um, if you could see any type of business in Lancaster, what would it be? Like, what do you think is missing? Um, we came up with a cat cafe. Mm-hmm. We would love to see it. I would probably be there every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you had a different one.
0: Um... No, I mean, I'm on board with the cat cafe. I'm more of a dog person, but I think it's We cool. could do a puppy, puppy. cafe. I'd see yeah. it. I
3: would walk
2: past it and smile. Yeah. I just maybe wouldn't go in it. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, so can we, we talk about this all the time. <laughs> so we always ask the question, I, honestly, probably once a week. I will hear of somebody that's doing something or an entrepreneur or something that's happening that I'm like, that's so cool. But what if we did this? And then I say goodbye to everybody and I say, goodbye. I'm going to start this business. (laughs) So earlier this week, Heather had her nails done. She's like, I did my nails. I was like, are we quitting the chamber and starting our own nail Is that what we're doing? And so I feel like we have this conversation all the time about, like, what would we do if we couldn't, if we weren't working in the chamber, what would the career be Would we do? Because we have, it's actually because we see so many cool things happening and so many cool jobs Mm -hmm. that we're like, what are we doing? Like, you have a really cool job. I'd like to go. I'd like to do that. But I think mine would be, and you potentially know this one, is a karaoke room bar type situation so that there's like a bar and then there's these rooms like private karaoke rooms (gasps) they have them other places we don't have one around here I really love karaoke and there's a great place to do karaoke and so it's like private rooms and you can actually bring in everything and the other places that I've been to and you can bring like your own drinks your own food and you just rent and you just do karaoke for like as long as you want you like rent it by the hour
0: that's so Mm -hmm. cool right that's what I would
2: start
1: that is what we're missing (laughs)
2: So. Or just generally a <laughs> karaoke bar, but mostly. Yeah, we I was gonna gonna say, if if you do know of one. one, let me know, but yeah. I haven't found a one that I like yet.
3: I feel like it does change depending on the, <laughs> the week, week. <laughs> like what, what ranch is like. Sometimes it's food for me, like what type mm. of restaurant. Mm. But then this is funny. I'm laughing a little bit because I was sharing this question with our president CEO, Heather, and I was like, you know, right now I'm really feeling like A cafe that you can go to and they do like they focus on a board game and so like if you want to go play sorry like they have all these Sorry set up and and she was like we used to have a board game cafe and it (laughs) closed because you know i think the pandemic hit Yeah, yeah yeah so uh i was like okay (laughs) <laughs> Maybe not the best okay, business. Back I to can.
2: square one. Back to square
3: <laughs> one. But I was like, oh, it'd be so cool Like if you had this space where there was just people who were interested in that game could go play sure. it. Like, I'm a huge Monopoly person, but a lot of my friends don't play Monopoly. Mm. So mm-hmm. come on, people. If you like, oh, to, so play you Monopoly, with, like to play Monopoly. So you meet yeah. up with strangers to play. Meet up with yeah. strangers to play. Okay. But it's like a cafe, too. So. Cute.
1: Wow. I love that. Yeah, but I that was a cute we yeah, can do it right next to your cat cafe. Yeah. We'll it could be like, both. Play, have, like, play play. Play. Oh, some that. nights it's um, cats, um, yeah. some nights
2: it's monopoly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Sometimes the cats play the board games with you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Done. Yeah. <laughs> Check it. Okay. <laughs>
1: ticket to ride. Oh cats, my god. You I know how I feel ticket about to Ticket ride. to Ride. Cats sitting on the <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love cats on are the losing board. That we're just We're, <laughs> be <amazing>. we're devolving
1: <laughs> I love Ticket to Ride.
2: This is why it's a 70 minute. Yeah. Yeah
1: no we're honestly doing so great on time um we don't have anything on us to tell time it could be like six o'clock for all we know you're like it's dark dark out so for everyone it's (laughs) (laughs) 502 for everyone's information but i feel like
2: that that's it i do have one thing i urge you as a young professional ask your employer if you're a a member of the lancaster chamber because if you are you have access to everything that young professionals Um, network offers, as well as all the other events, resources, initiatives, things that we do. Um, But we're really trying to, we're really pushing, I think, more recently than not, um, that all of the employees of a member company have access to things. You are also all members. Mm-hmm. And so we really want to make sure that people know that, are educated yeah. on the opportunities that are available to them. When I say half of the workforce has ac- access to it, I mean half the workforce has access to it. And so, um, really wanting to make sure that young professionals in particular know that you, your employer, you should see it as a benefit of your employer. Yeah. Like, right? Like, you get. Healthcare, you get paid time off and I have access to the things that the Lancaster yeah. chamber offers. And so we want to see ourselves as that. And we would want our young professionals and other employees of our, of mm-hmm. our member companies to, yeah. to see us as that too.
1: Yeah. I think that is so important because at least from my standpoint, it's very much that is only a business development specialist or that's, she's the only one, that, or he is the only one that would go to those events mm-hmm. and kind of shifting that mentality of, No, as content specialists, even though we're not talking to clients or networking with them as much, we would still greatly benefit from these events. And Mm -hmm. I think that's something that even at Tower we can work on is just because you're not interested in the business dev side of things, you will find
2: great value here. Mm -hmm. On our podcast, we have a little button that goes um, when we enjoy something that someone says. So in that moment when you just said that, I wanted to be like, (laughs) whatever, (laughs) because that's exactly it. So yeah, yeah, thanks for for offering that perspective. Um, Okay,
1: well, that's all we got for today's episode. Thank you so much to Ashley and Molly for coming and joining us and sharing your stories. And as always, our podcast comes out on the last Thursday of every month. You can find it on your favorite streaming platform. And this one you can find on YouTube. So if you're listening to us, switch over, even though it's the end now. So (laughs) go watch it again on mute just to see all of our faces. Mm -hmm. You can also find us on social media at Tower Marketing on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. And finally, for exclusive episode content, sign up for our podcast newsletter by visiting our site or clicking the link in our show notes. All right. See See ya. ya.